0: to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms, who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine, and Welcome to Real
1: Victory Radio.
2: I'm one of your hosts, Amy
1: Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Japan Roland Murphy. And We're so excited you've joined us today for Real Victory Radio. Our
2: show is all about getting real, ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory.
1: And today, Amy, I'm so excited that we're going to be talking about going courageously through the storms of life. It's a big topic and we're gonna cover
2: some ground today. I know. The one of the things that we talked about is that there's a safe place to be with God, that there is peace in the storm that we can access. And I wanna talk about let's see, Isaiah twenty five four tells us that God is a shelter from the storm and also from the heat of the day, which I don't know about where you are. I know you're in North Carolina, I'm in Colorado. It has been hot.
1: And it's I need been some shelter. So hot. <laughs> It's been so hot. And, you know, when the heat of the day sets into our spiritual lives, uh, meteorologists would tell us that's a perfect opportunity for storms to happen. Um, And it's so fitting for our topic today.
2: That's such a good word. I hadn't even thought about that. But yes, and when I'm in Oklahoma, that is a huge indicator that tornadoes can be coming in and tornadoes and the wind and all that. So this perfect setup for our talk today. I want to give another scripture, Psalm 29, 11, that tells us the Lord gives strength to his people and the Lord blesses his people with peace. You have a story of some amazing peace that you were able to have in the middle of a storm. And I just wanted to... Throw the conversation back to you and let you talk about that.
1: Oh, Amy, I, I do have a story. And I'm sitting here just uh, as I think back over the girl who wrote the book, Courageous Women of the Bible, and, and confesses out of the gate that I'm a chicken in every way, um, that I just go fearfully into my spiritual life. And I look back at this day on April 16th, 2011, when this massive tornado hit um actually in Sanford, North Carolina, which is not too far from us, but this thing was so huge, covered a radius of 67 miles or more. And my brother and his wife and their children and my mother were visiting us and we decided, before the storm hit, we didn't realize how serious it was and we got in the car and we were driving to the movie theater and this massive tornado surrounded us. Um, But We heard on the news there was a tornado that had hit Sanford, North Carolina, and it had actually slammed into the Lowe's Home Improvement Store and leveled it. Um, The people testified on the news that they saw the tornado coming from the windows, and they announced for everybody to run back into the back portion of the Lowe's Home Improvement Store and that there were people laying on top of one another just trying to seek shelter collectively. Um, Needless to say, we were pretty oblivious at that point, uh, at points of it, of how bad this thing was going to be. We thought we were driving in a severe thunderstorm, rainstorm, and then suddenly everything went calm, but there was still rain. And then we see in the air up above us pieces of carpet, pieces of sheetrock. Um, The calm was a spiritual calm. But the storm was raging all around us, and the debris was so intense and so scary. And I was driving the car. My mother was with me, and my sister-in-law, and the two children, and my husband, and my brother, and a couple of boys were up ahead of us. And it was terrifying. Um, We just finally had to pull over to the side of the road, and we did not know what was happening. But by this point, we knew it must have been a tornado for there to have been carpet and debris flying.
2: That is super scary. Oh, my it goodness. It so
1: scary. And but the entire store was leveled. It was demolished. And the meteorologists couldn't get over how they at points thought that it was coming for the radio station because it went from such a large territory.
2: That is crazy. One of the things that you said in your story that I think is so important, you say, you said the word Suddenly. Suddenly, and I love that word. I—that's one of my favorite things about God. That He does work in suddenlies, and He just out of nowhere shows up and rescues us. And it sounds like this was one of those times. You said what you said because I was writing some notes down. You said suddenly it went calm, but it was a spiritual calm. But the storm was raging all around.
1: It's so true, and this this applies to. Our spiritual lives, which is the whole point of the show of going courageously through the storms of our lives, because our lives don't look like the weather, um, literally, but they do look like the weather internally. Sometimes we can literally have such big storms going on all around us that we are so overwhelmed by the debris and by how localized this thing is, how it centers and focuses in on the very core of our lives and the things that are important. And it's extensive damage sometimes. And we as believers have to learn how to navigate through the storms of life. And I just kept driving, Amy. I didn't really know what was happening in much the same way that sometimes we don't know what is happening fully. But faithfully, we keep going courageously. And I just kept driving, and I kept praying, and I kept thinking this was really bad, but asking God to just help us.
2: That sounds like a really powerful moment were you able to even you said that it was a spiritual calm were you able to discern that when you were in this moment or was that in hindsight because i think so often (laughs) we can't see that in the moment we feel it and we're not sure what's you know all going on but in the moment we're not totally sure but when we look back we can really see the hand of god or see the peace that that comes over us
1: were you able to i was pretty shaken girl i have to just be um I would be a big fat fibber here on radio if I said to you that I was just all courageous in the moment. But, you know, going courageous means that we're going towards something, we're moving towards something. And I just kept going fearfully, driving fearfully, and praying as I went. And that's really what going courageously through the storms of life means. Um, and I also was just in the moment of trying to keep everybody else um focused in the car because the children were afraid you know I was afraid as an adult can you imagine how scary it was for the children
2: I think that's a great point because sometimes we do have to just keep going in whatever you know doing that next thing that's right in front of us and we have to do it scared as well because there are little people or other people who are watching us and seeing how we're going to respond and how we are going to be able to withstand the storms in our lives. Latan, I am loving our conversation, and I can't wait to come back and talk more about the eye of the storm and how we can experience that peace some more. But first, can we take a few moments to just thank our sponsor?
1: I'm always so excited when we get an opportunity to take a moment to thank those who listen to us and those who sponsor us. Uh, Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio outreach program, and we can't stay on the air without our listeners. And so we're really grateful today, um, to invite you to join us, um, each week on Real Victory Radio, where we can find encouragement together. And we can, now, now you can go to our new website, realvictoryradio.org, and join the Victory Movement. Your one-time or monthly gift helps us to inspire listeners to keep going courageously and to live the more uh, victorious life. We are all in pursuit of real victory, and we just would love to have you partner with us.
2: I love how you have said that. That was such a great way of just summarizing what we're doing here. We want people to live the victorious life. It's super easy to go to the website at realvictoryradio.org It's all done through PayPal. So head over there and learn how you can partner with us today. We want to just thank you in advance for your support and prayers. We can't do this without you, like Latan said. And Latan, there's another exciting thing going on over on the website. We are building it, so y'all just be patient with us. It is a work in progress, much like we are. But over on the radio, or the radio, over on the new website, you can, listeners, you can email us. You can email us at go courageously at org, and we would love to hear from you. Today's show was sponsored by Sonic Inspection Corporation. They maintain the integrity of commercial buildings by providing... Fighting non-invasive commercial fire sprinkler inspections for all commercial facilities. David and the technicians over at Sonic are all about ensuring your safety in the buildings where you eat, sleep, play, and work. So if you're a building owner, a facilities manager, or maybe you're married to one, Sonic Inspection Corporation is something you need to know about. You can call them at 303-308-3000 or visit their new website at sonicinspection.com.
1: Welcome back, everybody. We're talking today about how to navigate the storms of life and how we can go forth, um, keep moving through the tumultuous things that life brings our way, when things seem to be spinning out of control, that we can go courageously. And that means going fearfully. That means pressing into the heart of God anyway. That means um, knowing that we have a legacy that we're leaving as we go. I think Today it's so- we talked about a tornadic experience that I personally had, Amy, and, man, I tell you, it's, uh, it's still, as I was sharing with you earlier, it really, really shakes me when I think about the gravity of what could have been. That is such a
2: big moment for you. And I think it's important that we remember the storms of our life in a figurative sense. Uh, We want to go back and remember where we saw God show up for us and how he showed up. You talked about the suddenlies. And I think it's really important to note that God works in the storm. He spoke to Job in the storm, in his time of turmoil and all the chaos and all the loss and all the things that were happening to him. And he also spoke to Jonah, In a storm or used a storm to get his attention because Jonah needed he had an assignment to go do people often run to God in the storms of life. But I don't want to be the kind of person that just goes when I'm in trouble or need something or I'm hurting or I'm scared. I want to be in that place of peace and abiding with God in the everyday, because I think that that's where we're going to find the most peace so that we're ready when that next storm comes.
1: Amy, it's so true. And, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking back about when you and I first met, how we shared similar storms of life that we were going through, one of which was the loss of our brothers. Um, they, They went to heaven so young and how that affected us and how Uh, It was definitely much like a tornadic experience where you're trying to keep moving through your life and and living your life faithfully and courageously. Then all of a sudden the debris is spinning all around us of grief, of despair. Um, It was like just like I described the tornado where it was targeted and it was it was um, direct and it was. You know, so damaging and so extensive and localized. That's what that's the best way I can describe, like a personal loss, like we have shared, and we both shared how it deeply affected us. Um, but it's in times like that that we have to really, uh, and we want to really. We don't have to, but we crave the heart of God because we know that His strength is made perfect in our weakness. And he is the calm in every single storm that we'll ever face. Um, And, you know, sometimes we can only cry out to God as Psalm 57 does. Be be gracious to me, O God, and be be gracious and merciful for my soul finds shelter and safety in you. And in the shadow of your wings, I will take refuge and be confidently secure until destruction passes. And I will cry to the God most high who accomplishes all things on my behalf, for he completes my purpose in his plan, and he will send from heaven and save me. He calls to account him who tramples me down, Selah. God will send out his loving kindness and his truth. And I believe that that's a prayer that we could all praise, and we have no words to pray. But it's a prayer that we can... Put into practice and make as a proclamation of faith that even when we don't understand the things that happen in the tornadoes of our lives, um, we know that we serve a powerful God who is in charge of the storm and he is the peace. He is the eye of the storm that brings the peace to the center point of our
2: lives. I love that verse, Psalm 57 from the Passion Translation, I think is what you were quoting. And I loved how it said, for he completes my purpose in his plan. And then even it, within that verse, you said "Sela," And that is that word that is like a pause. It's like a holy pause of peace, of just remembering, just pausing to acknowledge God in the moment, in the storm. In whatever we are facing and I can remember we were talking about my our brothers uh, who had passed away and it was that was 12 years ago for me but just about three years ago and I've talked about this recently on the show my sister was had a rare blood disorder every one of her organs shut down at the same time and it was so scary she was on her deathbed and because I had no big brother anymore. My parents were just torn apart. They were facing this big, huge storm in their life because they did not want to lose another child. They were not ready. They were not prepared for this. It came out of just nowhere. And I remember there was this, very unlike when I went through this, my brother's passing, this time I had to be all the things i had to be there for my parents i had to be there for my sister's family i had to be there for my family in just the day-to-day things but i spent like six weeks in the icu just sitting sleeping in the room with her at night and just praying and but there was this overwhelming sense of peace that just sat upon me kind of like a blanket it was just a covering of peace that i hadn't had In the time before. And I don't know what that was. I mean, I know it was God, but I don't know how I guess I had matured as a as a person in age, but also in my faith walk with God. I trusted him with the outcome of the situation. I really did.
1: Well, wow, that's such a beautiful testimony and something that we can all grab a hold of for our futures because even if we're in a, a place in our life today, Amy, that things are calm and it's like um, the weather looks sunny and um, no rain in the forecast and no wind in the forecast, we can know that we are living a life that storms will come, and they come periodically, and, and mostly when the heat sets in. It sets the stage in our lives for everything to be in a spin. Um, I used to love to watch um, just the, just movies and things that highlighted tornadoes and stuff like that. And I think about Dorothy and Toto. I, I, sometimes you feel like that, like your whole house is being picked up into this vortex and just spinning. And I know you and I felt that way when we were going through such loss and as you shared so beautifully about your, your tornado experience with your family and your sister's illness and all that you went through, we can look to Psalm 139, and he reminds us starting at verse 7 that it says, where can I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to the heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall leave me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me uh, be night, even the darkness is not dark with you. The night is bright as day, for darkness is as light with you. So this scripture verse is something that we can grab a hold of, put on our spiritual running shoes, and go courageously. And we can go courageously towards the next season of the unknown because it tells us that we're always in his view. We can't escape his presence no matter what in our going. We cannot escape his presence. And that his hand leads us, holds us, protects us, and that even darkness is not dark to him because he is the light leading our way. I love that.
2: That's one of my favorite psalms. I love Psalms 139 and I like to read it in different translations because there's there's just certain words in there that just mm-hmm. highlight differently when I read it in different translation. I think one of the key things we want to hit on today is that God keeps us in his peace. And that that word keeps and this is not something we talked about but it's just I'm just hearing it now and thinking about it that he keeps us in that peace. He holds us there, like you were talking about with his hand, and it's not something that we have to do. Although we want to lean in and we want to run to him and we want to spend time with him and be in his word and think about him and keep our focus on him, he really—it's—it's on him. He holds us there.
1: He holds us there, yeah. And he never leaves us. As verse seven, to repeat that, where shall we go from his spirit? We can't go anywhere. We can't go into a dark place without his light being there available for us. Um, and when I say dark, I mean the storms of life. It was so dark that day, Amy, when the tornado hit this area. It was unbelievable how all the lights went out for that moment. It seemed like forever. And that's how it seems for us when we are going through the dark, um, tornadic experiences of our lives. It seems like it's going to last forever. But it's not. And as we maneuver through these hard things, whether the listeners right now are going through marriage destruction, and it seems like the damage is so localized and so extensive and so permanent, God is even there with his holy eye, and he's always in view of that situation. And we can't escape his love. His presence is with you today, friend, if you're listening and you're going through that. And um, Amy and I are going to be praying for that. Um, Amy, what other situations can you think of that would equate to a tangible tornado? Gosh, there's a lot. A
2: lot. You know, I am thinking about when there are things in the world that we can't control, you know, just this past couple of weeks, we've had some shootings and things like that in the news. And we don't have any control over what's going on. You know, as far as the day to day, we can vote one way or another. We can we can support this or not support that. But in the day to day in our lives and out there in the world. There are things that we just can't control, and I really feel like that is where we want to pray for the listeners today, about that sense of not having any control, because we only have a few minutes left, and I want to be able to make sure that we pray for the listeners to Really be able to go courageously through the storm to keep their eyes focused on Jesus, to know that he never leaves us or forsakes us, and that he will show up in the storm. And I'm kind of just already praying. Yes. Father God, I just pray that you would be <laughs> yeah. there for the listeners in the storms of life that they are facing right now, that you would show up in such a way that they would know and feel your presence today, that when it feels like things are flying all around them and that the debris is going to crash down on them and it's going to be so permanent and so final, God, that you would restore their hope and joy and even their joy in that moment, Lord, that you would show up, that you would restore to them the peace that is only comes from you, and that in that moment they would be able to grab hold of that peace as if it were just right there in front of them and hang on for dear life with you.
1: And Father, we just pray Psalm fifty seven again, and we ask you, Father, humbly, to be gracious to us and To be merciful to us and to be gracious to our listeners and merciful to the listeners today who feel hopeless. And Lord, as the souls are crying out all around with these situations, Lord. I pray that they would experience the fullness of this word over them today and find safety in you in the shadow of your wings and that they would run to take refuge, Lord, and that they would realize the confidence that they can have and the security that they can experience until this destruction passes, Lord. And I just agree in the mighty name of Jesus with Amy's beautiful prayer over the listeners, Lord, and we together believe that you will accomplish all the things on behalf of, of Amy and I and our families and on behalf of the listeners today and their families and their circumstances, Lord, that you will complete this purpose, Lord, and the plan for which you have appointed for each listener. And we just thank you today that um, you will trample down the enemy in our behalf. And that you will keep us in a peaceful spot near your heart when the storm is spinning all around us. That you are right there in the eye of the storm, the constant peace, Lord, that passes all understanding. And we just thank you for your loving kindness, and we thank you for this truth. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen.
2: Oh, Latan, that was so beautiful. I'm reminded of the verse. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. I want to pray that over you listeners today. That's Psalm 34:18 from the NIV. We thank you so much for being with us today. Whatever you're going through, whatever storm you're facing, we pray that you would go courageously through the storm, grab hold of the peace that is available to you in Jesus Christ. And we thank you for being a part Of Real Victory Radio today and sharing your weekend with us. Thanks so much for being here.
1: Go courageously, friends.
0: We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to Murphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio.